do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Good morning, Vietnam! I love the smell of red pump in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I feel the need. The need for speed. I wish I knew how to quit you. Love means never having to say you're sorry. You do! You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Happy Sunday, moviegoers. If you're watching us live here on Ema Sawah Productions' YouTube channel, a unannounced Sunday edition of the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Juan, and I am joined by the cast, the crew, Edward. Yes, sir. Craig. <clears throat> yo, yo. If you guys are listening to this, you are still listening to this on a happy Memorial Day Monday. Um, but if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, you get to listen and watch a whole day day ahead. Um, guys, what a week. How's your week been? Craig, we'll start with you. Uh, week's been chill. Um, just been playing games, hanging out with the family. <clears throat> Started reading a little book. Um, oh, yeah. A little notebook? No. Uh, it's called... Uh, We'll get it. We'll get it now later. Uh-oh. Edward, what about you? I'm not too shabby. Uh, yesterday had some problems. Got a pop tire on the middle of the highway doing 70. So you know. I thought you were gonna say pop tart. I was like, if you, if that's a problem, <laughs> then sure it might be. No, I'm just had a pop but, tart uh, in the middle of the highway. It's not like hey, the people on 240. Man, uh, that just uh, work, man. Can't can't really go left or right but yeah i'll take so care every memorial day monday we talk about a different war movie um this is technically the fifth annual memorial day episode uh this week we're talking all quiet on the western front a netflix exclusive um remake from like the 30s uh there's been different adaptations oh. of this movie <clears throat> started out so, as a book did start out as a book which was banned by hitler yeah. yeah, very interesting. So, wow. um, I, I one of the reasons I kind of picked this movie was because of, you know, it was nominated for nine Oscars. Ended up walking away with, uh, I believe, three or four of them. Um, but a lot of people were comparing it to 1917, and we haven't reviewed 1917. I don't think on this episode on this podcast. I'm not sure, but I completely adored 1917. I, I thought so we did. Me, you, and Zach. We might have a long time. 1917 sounds like it was done. I was about to say, I think we did, especially with the one shot or continuous shooting for that matter. Um, but it, it was it was a fun movie, so I, I wanted to compare and contrast kind of if we could. But uh, I can understand why. A look back at last week's episode, we had a fun conversation about Sicario, um, Josh Brolin, uh, Emily Blunt. We talked mm-hmm. about our top five movies that we uh, can't believe we haven't done. And I think out of all those lists, we're all getting like all of those uh, movies that we put on there, Craig's included. Uh, like we're going to have some fun episodes coming up soon. I think it's going to be fun. What? Were, give me like a rundown of y'all's. I wasn't able to listen to the episode. Uh, I think I have mine written down here actually. Uh, mine was... Um, the birds. My honorable mentions were the birds, Friday, Civil War, uh, Armageddon, E.T., 
any Star Trek of any kind. We've never talked about any Star any Trek movies. Yeah, um, ones. Interstellar. Uh, and then just because the sound bites are in our opening. I thought uh, we did Interstellar. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Okay. And then just because the sound bites are in our opening every single week, uh, Dirty Dancing and Happy Gilmore. Ed, do you remember any of yours? Um, I know how high was one. Of course I think it I was. Had, <laughs> I think I had one with you as well. Um, no, I, I don't. I, yeah. I, yeah, because my list was uh, a walk to remember National Treasure, Four Brothers, which has I mean that's some notable actors in Four Brothers, Four Brothers, uh, Battle Royale movie, uh, Johnny the one that we always bring up, and then uh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder would be fun. Which, if we want to get canceled, let's talk about that. Zach <laughs> had a our, our Zach, yay. Zach had super bad in his. Oh yeah, oh, Zach's yeah. not about that life. So that would be an interesting conversation. He is McLovin. <laughs> um, but if you want to listen to the full episode last week, go back and listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, um, including the social media page, facebook.com forward slash the cinnamon movie podcast. The uh, link tree is on the Instagram, Instagram slash the cinnamon movie podcast. And then the Twitter is at cinnamon four zero five. Um <clears throat> So, guys, we're going to get into some recent watches. Craig, we'll start with you. Have you kind of checked anything out, or uh, what have you been playing that you want to recommend to anybody? Yeah, um, so recently I started checking out The Chosen. Um, it is basically a uh, self-funded... Uh, it was kind of funded through for, through certain means, but um, it's called The Chosen, and it's pretty much the... Uh, it's it's a story shown through the eyes of of the twelve disciples and and Jesus, uh, and so um, like people all over <clears throat> that that watch it that you know believe in it that don't believe in it. Joe Rogan even mentioned like he was surprised at how many views it had as a uh, Christian self made TV show. Um, you know, started out I, I think I believe it started out just on an app. Like you downloaded an app and you were able to watch it week by week, hmm. and uh, it's made it's it's very well made. Um, so the actor that plays Jesus is actually in a newer movie called Jesus Revolution, or yes, I think Jesus Revolution. I think it's about the 1970s revolution um, movement, um, and so watch that. I mean, on like episode seven, I think there's eight or nine in a season. So, um, kind of an overview. What it's what what is it about? I mean, yeah. So, like I said, it's it's the it's basically the story of like how the disciples came to meet Jesus. So it starts off uh, with like Mary Magdalene, Peter, Simon. Uh, just kind of goes down the list, and then it shows you know it's just okay. oh it's it's Bible, so it's biblical. So it kind of follows suit of the Bible and and the stories that are tell, told in that. Um, and then Pitch Perfect one and two, mm. um, Adley's favorites right. now. Um, <laughs> we uh, we uh, you know just sat down and she was like, I want to watch Pitch Perfect one. Watched it, got popcorn, turned off the lights, turned up the sound, and then uh, the, the couple days later she was like, Let's do Pitch Perfect two. So <clears throat> does, she, does she sit through these movies? She does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's nice. she was kind of restless at some points, but 
like at the end of Pitch Perfect 2, when they're going through the whole world championships, she was locked in. And uh, it's fun. It, you know, it's 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 nice because that is, I mean, like I said, that's those are my, you know, some of my favorite movies just to sit there and watch, you know, I mean, you can sing along and whatnot. They're, they're just, <clears throat> they're good films. And they're funny. Uh, Pitch Perfect 2 is so funny. I, for, I forgot how funny it was. Especially, especially when you can sit there and share those moments and like kind of pass down. Uh, but Pitch Perfect three doesn't exist, right? You like didn't show it to her. <laughs> she was like, "Is there a third one?" We're like, "Yeah." She's like, "I want to watch it." We were like, "I don't think it's showing anywhere." <laughs> That's funny. Um, anything else you want to recommend? <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've watched anything else other than those. Um, Play Tears of the Kingdom if you haven't played it. Zelda, I'm like 50 hours deep, so it's I got solid. some uh, some pretty new recent watches, and we didn't talk recent watches last week. So um, the last time we did talk about recent watches was during the Passion of the Christ episode. Um, I checked out Shotgun Wedding with Jennifer Lopez and Josh okay. Duhamel. Yeah, it was, okay. it was okay. There was some some laughs here and there, but I don't think I'd ever want to watch it again. Right. Um, Dungeons and Dragons was a little bit better than expected. Immortals, uh, for some reason, I was like in a Greek mythology kick. Bumblebee was so good. I'm watching some of the Transformer movies before I go and see the Beasts. Agreed. And, uh, it's Ant-Man. nice because the Bumblebee was it got the same. It got the the solo treatment. Yeah. Everybody was so just burnt out after that final one. The the, the last two, the, the what, yeah, whatever final two Transformers there were, and you know, Bumblebee was a breath of fresh air. It had good graph, good, good animation, good CGI. I felt like the actors were in good places. So I, I checked out Ant Man Quantumania, and you know, I'm I'm still gonna purchase the the hard copy, but I watched it on Disney Plus. It's rough. Okay. It was very very rough. Yeah. I had a hard time like staying entertained. <laughs> the only the only thing that was like entertaining was uh, the uh, Jonathan Majors in the movie. Like Jonathan Majors was entertaining, but other than that, like I had a hard time. Yeah, keeping re- an eye on it. The rewatch was rough. Really? Rewatch, rewatch was rough. Did you, you when, watch? You well, you did watch it in the theaters, right? I went day one in the theaters. Yeah. And I was. I think I gave it like an eight or a nine on here, and then mm-hmm. I rewatched it, and I was like, "Dude, I gave it a five. I'm probably around that after the rewatch, yeah. And then, and then the ending to me didn't make any sense. What? How the the post credit scenes, both of them, uh, with the um, all the duplicates of King, yeah. yeah, because they King the Conqueror was isolated, but they didn't want anybody to beat him other than them. Like if they were to destroy him, they wanted it to be them. And so they're like, and then I just, I just got done. I mean, I wasn't on the Ant-Man episode with you guys. So like, I wouldn't mind just touching bases on like, so, you know, Marvel didn't expect Kang to be the big bad villain. And then they were so impressed with Jonathan Majors that they're like, Hey, let's make him like the next Thanos. And now because of the trouble he's in, now they're like back to square one. They don't know what they're going to do for phase six. Yeah, they had been talking about the high evolutionary from Guardians being somewhat of a form of Kang, um, since there's variants, they look different, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
and they were so impressed with the the high evolutionary and guardians that they were thinking that maybe they could twist it and turn it into him being a form of Kang and putting mm. him as Kang. But I don't know. Who knows what they're going to do? Uh, it just kind of sucks that they finally were getting pieces together and then, you know, stuff happened. And speaking of stuff happening, the, the other new movie I checked out was Creed 3, another episode that I didn't get to be on. And, uh, dude, it was a phenomenal movie. It was fun. It was solid. The, the only thing I didn't like about it is was that the story between Dame and Creed felt rushed. Like, it was only an hour and 50 minutes. And it just, like, at one point they're having dinner. The next point they are fighting in the ring at the main event in a, in a stadium. And I'm like, dude. I don't know. It just felt a little rushed. <clears throat> I still gave it a seven, though. Say, say that one more time. You didn't understand why they were in the ring and it was empty. No, no, no. The the story between the two felt rushed. Yeah, yeah. It felt rushed, and it felt um, like like I said on the episode. I just wish they would have shortened the flashbacks between the two, mm-hmm. gotten it over with sooner, and allowed them to pursue the story of the present more at the second half of the film. Yeah. But it was, it was still solid. I don't think it was the best Creed movie, but I think it was probably a, at least a seven. Yeah. And then I did a Shazam back-to-back double feature. I watched Shazam and then Fury of the Gods. Fury of the Gods entertained me more than I thought it was, than more than I thought I was going to be entertained. Uh, I was in such a letdown with Ant-Man and like the original Shazam. I was like, man, this is kind of funny, but it feels too long. Fury of the Gods to me was just just right. It felt funny. It didn't feel rushed. Um, I liked the cameo from Gal Gadot. Um, it was it was just a, a fun a fun superhero movie. So I don't know. But Ed, what about you? Did you check anything out? Do you have anything you want to recommend? Uh yeah, I gone ahead and watched uh Quantumania, uh Ant Man. Quantumania, I watched Shazam, Fury of the Gods, uh, Guardians 3. Well, I think I might have mentioned that last week, I think. Um, Finally got to watch Guardians 3, and then um, what else was that? There was one else I got to watch that I forget right now. Dungeons and Dragons. I also watched that. Um, Out of those, Dungeons and Dragons was fun. Um, lighthearted, not too extreme. Uh, Guardians 3 was heavy-hearted, but pretty dang good. Um, Shazam, I agree. You know, it's definitely an entertaining movie. Uh, I'd recommend it if you like the first one. Um, kind of cool stuff. And then, yeah, man, uh, happy with it. Simple. Let's dig in to today's movie. Um, if you guys want to check it out, it is a Netflix original. Um, today we're talking about All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, a young German soldier's terrifying experiences and distress on the front on the Western Front during World War One. Uh, IMDb has this at seven point eight. Rotten Tomatoes is at ninety percent. The Metascore is at 76%, while the Google users are at 93%. Um, It had a $20 million budget, and then uh, it was released on Netflix uh, October 28, 2022. 
um, won four Oscars, nominated for nine. But before we talk about this movie, um, guys, you guys have any special Memorial Day memories that anybody wants to share? Um, I really, I know this is probably bad, but I never really celebrated Memorial Day that big. Uh, just because, you know, work and, you know, I always had to work on a Memorial Day. But honestly, if I had to pick anything the last four years, talking movies with you guys and, you know, going over uh, maybe some people's, you know, Memorial Day uh, stories has probably been some of the best with you guys. But what about you? Um, I would say, I mean, just being able to, yeah. I don't know this is, this might come off weird, but I mean any any chance you get to kind of spend time with family um, is nice. And then uh, I remember young uh, younger, I didn't exactly know what exactly Memorial Day was. Um, uh, I just knew that we always went and visited uh, my grandpa's grave site with my grandma. Went and put flowers on it. About all I remember. Um, but yeah, so just Johnny had stepped out. So we're going to wait just a few seconds. Memorial Day is more than just usually what we've been been talking about, but uh, we lost Ed. Yeah, his laptop died. Um, but we can get into the movie. Um, Craig, is this like a first time visit for you? On this movie? Yeah. 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 First time. I started it back in November. Watched like the first twenty minutes, and then I just never picked it back up. Um, it was kind of a rough few probably 30 minutes. Um, but what about you? Like, what'd you kind of think after, after the movie was over? Um, I'd say one thing that really stood out to this film was the, um, the makeup, like, you know, the dude's face down in the mud and it's wet in one scene. And then you go, you know, a couple 30 seconds to a minute later and he's in a different area, not in the mud. And it's all dried and cracked, and uh, you know it, it's like peeling. It's peeling, and it's kind of the pale dirt mud color. Um, you know that that happens when it dries out. Um, I was thoroughly impressed with the makeup and some of the score. The there's areas in this movie where the score was uh, was really good. It was really haunting. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to bring that up too. It's like real eerie. And the. Uh, the, the cinematography shots of just the forest, whenever it's kind of early in the morning and it's dewy and, and like groggy, it's some good good between shots, good score, good makeup. I'll, I'll really point that out. Is this movie kind of like, if it, it has all the oohs and ahs of a real good war movie, but with it being a foreign film, did it kind of turn you off about that? 
Um, yeah, I, I had zero clue what this movie was exactly about. Um, <laughs> the first like thirty minutes, it's in like a a English dub of like a, a UK English dub, and so I'm watching it, and I'm like, their mouths aren't matching up to what's being said. I thought it was an English film. And then I was like, okay, so they're German shoulder, German soldiers. Let me put it on German, and the the mouths matched up. And so I watched it in in dub for the first thirty minutes, sub for the next thirty minutes, and then I just went back to the dub for the the second part of the film. So, um, yeah, it, it threw me off a little bit for for it being a foreign film, but I don't think it necessarily had any effect on it. So I kind of had the same issue. Like I watched the whole movie in the original format and then I watched like 15 minutes of the dub and I'm like that that kind of irritated me too to where the the lips didn't match up and I was like man but I feel like I would be so more and so much more invested in the movie if I completely understood everything that they said instead of just having to read the subtitles yeah but it's like I don't know some movies I can pick it up real good and like like Parasite for example yeah it's subtitled but i understood every single concept of the movie and this is a war movie so it's not complicated but i still feel like the dialogue is is real important in some of the scenes that aren't where they're not going through war yeah so in a movie like this where um i mean if you if you are peeking down at the subtitles and you happen to see what's going on on the screen you might miss something i feel like a movie like this is a harder one to follow uh, with subtitles um, just because you got a lot going on on screen. You, you got to you gotta put voices and faces and re- remember who's who and who the story's actually following and the comrades of, I think it was Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was just kind of tough to go back and forth watching the subtitles. Watching the and then you have certain scenes where like, the violence is the violence didn't get to me, but there was like some scenes where the violence was just like, man, are you serious? Like the scene where uh, the guy is trying to eat and then he just uses the fork to yeah. stab away at his neck, and you're just like, man, he you know he was done. Yeah, he didn't want to go on. Yeah, I mean the some of the scenes were really gruesome. I was like actually kind of like turned off with how much some of the. Gr- not really turned off. I was just clinching. I was like, I wasn't expecting this much. Like, so the movie starts off in the battlefield and then they go back and revisit that same battlefield, like an hour, hour and a half into it. And you see the, the skull with the teeth out. You see the guy with the hands missing, they're blown up. And then obviously the, the tank rolling over the dude. Um, I was, you know, I was expecting some stuff, but they, they full blown, show just everything they're like this was war that, that is one another thing i'll give this movie they they i think they pretty well encapsulated the the feeling of this war this this period of time I, I, and i'd say i would never i could never dream of being in that situation like that was you you got to be a real dude to be in that situation Anybody want to know or take a guess why, at least growing up for me, World War II was more talked about than World War One? 
World War II had a lot more um, transgressions in it, for that matter, or a lot less transgressions than World War II did. For that, I mean, you 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 know that World War One was quite a horrible period of time, but World War Two is talked about a lot more, mainly because of the gas camps, the you know, uh, the behind all the kinds of different stuff. stuff like that. Yeah. So it's it's known as a pretty messed up time in history, as well as uh, the, I mean, Hitler basically was uh, dead around that, died around that period of time. So yeah, he died around the World War Two time. Yeah, he died in May of nineteen forty five, like May May twenty sixth or something like that of nineteen forty five. I forget the exact date. But, yeah. <laughs> And then World War One was around like 1917, 1918 kind of area. I think 1914 to 1919 or 1921 or something like that. Isn't that crazy? You have two world wars in a matter of the, how close Sorry. they were together. It was like 40 years. Not even. I think even 25 because it? <laughs> it started yeah. in 1941 and I think... 1919 19 or 19, 1921 was the end of it. That's why a lot of it was that's why the Great Depression hit because a lot of uh, resources were used up. Oh, 1914 to 1918. 18, okay. Mm. So, you know, it, it's a insane. <laughs> Does anybody crazy time period? I mean, I know I'm throwing some, some historical questions at you guys, but I just oh, he's Ed disappeared again. <laughs> What I, uh, does anybody know what has to happen in order to call it a world war? Um, I think more than like four countries or something yeah, like that. It, I think it's a handful of countries against each other. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. What is he doing? What's going on with that? Is Stop. that me or? Stop touching anything. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> If you, I leave again, you're done. if you leave again, you're done. Um, the laptop was first. I'm sorry. <laughs> so on this uh, special critique edition of the podcast, what do you guys think as far as like so this movie? Craig, we kind of already talked about the horroring aspect of the, the score and the cinematography. But uh, Ed, let me get your thoughts. Is is this movie? How, how was the gore for you, and the like? Some of the other shots of of it being just war. I know we can't pair a lot of war movies easily to like you know Saving Private Ryan, nineteen seventeen, but how was this as far as like some of the top tier war movies? I think it's up there with the with, with the upper echelon. And honestly, uh, you you've got say the. The scene with the uh, uh, Paul against the French uh, soldier, you know, that small scene, you know, he's going over there, stabs him and all that. Or, well, at first they wrestle a bit and then he gets to stab him like, what, three, four times. And it's not like it's just like pouring blood or squirting blood 60 feet off like everybody thinks an artery does. But it's just a leak of blood, and you know guys starting to kind of choke on his own blood and all that stuff. It's, it's a, it's an intense scene, but it's more mentally intense and morally intense because, you know, he's realizing a bit after he stabs him, I think the first time, this is a dude in a uniform, just like me. Like, what if this was me? 
oh my god, you know, what have I done? So he goes over there and <laughs> tries to kill him faster, which is just like, okay. And then he's like, I don't need to kill you. I need to help you. Like, what am I doing here? You know, and it's yeah. just the, 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 the hardships of war. Um, yeah. No one... Everybody thinks that they could do something like that until that actually happens, and then it's like, oh, th- this was, is not. <laughs> I, I was talking to Craig about this. Like, uh, I, I was in love with like the score, the cinematography, like some of the war shots and some of the, the like the war scenes, but like the language barrier of it being a German film kind of turned me off a little bit because I, I kind of didn't pay attention. Like I probably thought I should have because of the subtitles did this movie kind of do the same for you or were you intrigued the whole way me and me and craig can probably align with this but watching anime for as long as i have it didn't really bother me at all um i've watched other films like i know you have too uh you know whether in japanese chinese uh or you know any other language for that matter uh but no my wife gets irritated with me because I watch, you know, anime in, in the sub, not all the time in dub, but no, not at all. And I, I think it kind of added for me just because it's almost a little bit more realistic, you know, in the approach because it's using their link. Like, you're not going to go to a German camp and they're just going to be every now and then talking English just because, hey, <laughs> you doing good, guys? You know, and go back to German. It's It's going to be German. Just, you know, so I I think that was very cool. You think that, you know, if I'm not mistaken, the French guy tried to utter a couple words just after he was initially stabbed. And, you know, that that was, you know, it's it's that language barrier. But at the same time, like you understand, probably he's going, oh, my God, you know, help me or, you know, please, please don't or don't kill me or something like that, you know. Um, but I mean, even with the chaos that was, say, the tank scene when it was running over the trenches and all that, you know, the the chaotic nature of that scene in itself, along with different language, because you're trying to pay attention to the action as well as what they're saying. Um, it, I, I find it, like I said, to kind of add to it a little. Um, but yeah, I find I found no difficulty in that. Yeah, I I don't know. I this movie, like the, the visuals, the the art, the makeup, the sound, it was all good. It's just for some reason this one didn't I, I watched it, but it just didn't pull me in like others. Um I felt like the story was very I don't want to say narrow, but it was like kind of dry. It just showed the aspects of war, which I mean is is in itself something that's you know very telling. But um, I mean, you go to these some of these other films, and it's just kind of like I feel like there was a little bit missing from it. And I don't, I don't know, I can't put my finger on it, and, and that's the thing that kind of is irritating about this because it it was in my opinion, a good film. I just, there's, I feel like there was something missing. I feel the same way. I don't know if it's because of, you know, we're just maybe two years past 1917 and 1917 was such a good World War One movie. Or I don't know if, like, 
to me, I feel like I'm always comparing something to another war movie. And like, there's so many good ones. Yeah. Like there's so many good ones out there, but I, I do think the language barrier for this movie was that like Craig's Craig can't put his finger on it. But for me, I do think it was the language barrier. And that's a huge possibility. Yeah. And like to me, you know, I wanted to like this movie. I mean, I went out and bought it, even though it's on Netflix. Like I, 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 really really wanted to like this movie but i just think you know and i do like it but i think it was the language barrier that kind of sets didn't, aside from somebody else or from another like, movie it didn't push it to that level for you basically yeah. like this is a mid-tier probably for you um i think i, I think i still might kind of give it a little a little, a little I, I, yeah i don't think i'm gonna completely crap on it because i mean it's 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 a really well put together uh it's a good looking movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we're just so um I also do think it did not need to be two hours and forty minutes long. Yeah, it was a long one. I, I think it was. Been, <laughs> um I think we're just so used to kind of having like the whole perspective of of a war in a film. Um whereas this one was solely kind of centered around Paul and his feelings and thoughts and perspective of war and how it went down. Uh, you know, it, to... it kind of showed a little bit of them negotiating in the, on, in the back, but, um, you know, it was, like I said, a solely perspective of Paul and his perspective. perspective. How did y'all feel about kind of the uh, compare and contrast of the two different sides that it did show as far as like, Paul and the, let's call them enlistees, and then, you know, all the different officers and, you know, higher-ups and all that. Because, I mean, what I mean what I mean by that is basically if you look at, like, the regular uh, soldiers, uh, uh, POV, it was a lot of narrow, you know, other than the wide fields, it was a lot more narrow, like the trenches, like the pits and stuff like that, to where... Uh, the officers had, you know, like the 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 meetup dinner scene or whatever with the bald warmonger dude or yeah. whatever. He looked uh, like he looked like Dr. Eggman in Sonic. <laughs> the, the mustache did. Oh wow, uh, that's that's awesome. Uh, it, it were very wide shots, you know, to where they had what like probably was a twenty. 25 foot table and you know you, you've got these big hallways doorways that are just extremely enormous or you've got these uh even the rail railroad carts or the uh train cars for that yeah. matter were just absurdly giant you know for for whatever reason i guess i also what, think like Oh, go ahead, my bad. You cut out. No, I was about to say, did y'all did y'all notice the contrast and uh, all that between those two things, for that matter, and kind of oh, just how nice the generals had it. Well, just to... different it was, you know, the very narrow, small, cramped spaces of one side and the very, very wide, vast, yeah. uh, open sides of the other. Yep, I mean, yeah. I think, uh, that's a, that's a side of of war that I, I that really irks me. You have people sending 
thousands, if not millions of soldiers to go face to face running straight into bullets. And they're just sitting behind a desk eating liver and eggs and wine. And they're just like, ah, send, send some more, send some more. You know, it's just, it's that. I will say this most of the time with us or with our military, it's more of generals and higher, uh, compared to, you know, maybe legislature and different forms of government that are in suits and ties and all that, that are just in that mode for us. I was talking, I was talking to my barber about military and, um, you know, he's a, he's a big time listener. He listens and watches every week, but like, I, uh, we were talking about it and we almost kind of agreed that war and military is like how annoying it is and how just like, I don't know, it's like the country can't live without war, especially this one. Like we make so much money off of war. You're going too deep. I'm telling you, that's something you don't want to dig into because it'll really upset you. But it's like, yeah, I, I understand but like it's just I, I without digging into it, we just kind of grazed the conversation, and it was like we are a country I feel that kind of lives off that division in a way right now, because uh, we we can't talk out opinions; we have to argue opinions. We have to be right, you know, and that's one thing like you, you've got to understand everybody's different. Everybody has a, an entitlement to a different opinion. And I feel more if we come together on some of those opinions and actually listen to one another might be for the better, but I mean, that's, that's one, one opinion in millions, you know, and everybody has five of them. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is and yeah, learn to love and live and listen. You guys think this movie being on Netflix hurt or made it better? You think it probably made it better? I didn't feel uh, like it was on Netflix. Really? It was it was very well made. I feel like it was kind of better for it, just because maybe uh, people would see a near three hour uh, war film that's set in W one and. They're going to go like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to see Fast X or Guardians 3 or something yeah. similar to that to where when it's on Netflix, it's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll catch this. This looks kind of interesting. I may know that guy or I may well, know them. Or, in, know. in that aspect, I also think it hurts it because how many people are actually going to watch the first hour and be like, I'm going to continue with this. Like, I got another two and a half, hour and a half to go. Whereas if you're in a theater, you're there, you have the popcorn, it's a war movie, maybe you're like, okay, you know, you don't know exactly how long or where you're at. Because I did find myself checking the time. I was like, okay, I'm like an hour in, I'm like an hour 15 in. And, you know, I I, I checked it. I, I even, like, skipped, like, 10-second scenes where I felt like nothing was going on. Um, yep. I mean... The pacing of this movie just hurts so bad. Like, I don't think it needs to be... But I, Again, I mean, that's all quiet on the Western front is basically a time period where you have war going on and it's a lot of sit and wait. You know, you know, things are active, you know, things are, you know, what's going on, but you don't have orders to do anything yet. Um, 
and so it kind of shows you their leisure time, what they did, the stealing of the goose, um, the guy leaving to go off with the three girls that walked by with their horses. Like, dude was just like, I, I don't care about family. I don't care about going back to America. I'm going to go, you know. Have my fun. <laughs> do whatever, you know, live with these people. I don't know if he ever got caught as a trader. I think that would be unique to see him. You know what, what, what happens? Yeah, because you don't know if they took him and and turned him in or or what. You know, killed him or made him a very very happy person. Like, yeah, that's true. But I think also that unknowing kind of you know it lingers and you think about it. You're like, man, what really happened to that guy? And it just kind of lets your imagination go. Yeah. Um. It also won seven BAFTAs. Um, it's it's a very high, highly praised movie from last year, and I think the only reason I probably bought this was because it was nominated for Best Picture, directed by Edward Berger. I did not make that up. Um, you want the hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> you want the hamburger? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, Steve Martin did Pink Panther. He's ridiculous, man. If you guys could pick a war movie to talk about next, what would it be? Black Hawk Down. Oh, he's been thinking about that one. That's a good one. Uh, Star Trek. One Star Trek's War. There we go. It is. Star Trek. <laughs> That's true. Oh. Uh, Planet of the Apes. Touche. Uh, um... War. I mean, which one though, bro? Or the Planet of the Apes? We, we, Civ- uh, again, we watch every Marky year. Mark. He brings it up every year. <laughs> Civil War. We watching Marky Mark, or we watching Tom Felton? Um, I'd have to have like a list in front of me to be able to tell you, like, just some time to yeah. really sit down and think about it. I mean, because you could sit here and say like Black Hawk Down and all those, but I, I guarantee you, there's one out there that oh, is yeah. under the radar. Where it's like that's a that's a good film. There's a movie. There's a war movie with uh, Clint Eastwood's son and it's Scott Eastwood. It's called like Outpost or something like that. Yeah, that's um, a really good war movie. Yeah. Scott um, Eastwood. Let's go. Uh, favorite scenes, Edward. We'll start with you. Um, the scene where the tanks start kind of creeping up and then go over the trenches. That was haunting man like i couldn't picture that to be fully honest and i've been in tank i've been in modern tanks and i i couldn't (laughs) couldn't picture that man and then knowing or thinking there's nothing i can do you know trying to shoot it trying to get away from it even there's nothing i can do and then right after that they come up with flamethrowers and just go eight yeah. Oh my like I couldn't that that scene was terrifying to be honest. Yeah. Um as far as favorite scenes, um man, favorite scene. Why are you thinking that I'll I'll bring up the uh, Craig you had brought up the guy with the mud dried up on his face so bad. Um I also well, it happened mean, multiple times. Also, oh. the scene where the guy takes the fork to his knife or the fork to his throat. <laughs> it's for a um, steak. 
and then uh honestly probably some of the the just war scenes of battle like some of those were, were just really really well done yeah um I, I really enjoyed the cinematography just the shots of nature um like when it showed that scene of the trees with all the fog kind of coming through it right above the the little lake and um just th those scenes were, were really good uh really fit in well as a a kind of pacer to just show how calm things could be at some points uh and then i think just the over shot of the tanks and the flamethrowers and everything i know i know it sucks to say it's a favorite scene because i'm sure that it probably really happened um oh, but yeah. just as far as a a shot in the film it was it was interesting to see i was about to say i'm more going with that just because that's one thing that like i said it was terrifying and yeah. i mean to 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 think that maybe it didn't happen exactly like that but it happened in a way like that is is what makes it terrifying to be honest because yeah. the scene i can watch you know it, it it is what it is but when, when the reality is there is just i'd say it. probably the most powerful scene was uh when he's hiding in the mud and then that dude gets blown up and he falls into the hole and he starts to stab him and you know he realizes like you know, we're both humans we're you know he's dying. I I, I don't want to be in this position. I just had to because I was fighting for my life. And then he tries to save him. And then he finds the pictures of his wife. And he's like, "I promise, I promise." Like that's that's powerful because that's that's human nature to to care for people and to you know they're just put in those situations. You know, it's it's not fair that they're put in those situations to have to do that. I would probably. Uh... Already, we already talked about ours. Um, star rating. I'm gonna go ahead and not, not knock uh, some stars off of the the ten. I'm gonna give this a six, and I think I'm only basing this off of. I don't think I'll ever, maybe at least this year or next year, or maybe even the year after that, unless I'm digging myself into a really deep war marathon. I don't think I'll ever touch this movie again. So it's 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 getting a six for me. Craig? Yeah, it was nice to see uh, Zemo in it. The, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, from Civil War. Um, yeah. But I agree with you. I think the shots, the over... the overwhelming positive um, feelings I had from the shots, the makeup, the design, the sounds, the... Uh, just kind of everything encompassing it. I don't think it's terrible. Like I said, I don't think I'll... It's not one that I'll pick up again because there's not really a story that grabs me. Um, but I do think overall, as a film, it was probably done about as best as it could in that perspective. So I'll give it a seven, seven and a half. Um, strictly standing on a one-time viewing, because I do agree it's not going to be one that I'm reaching for every Saturday just to be like, hey, let's throw on a great movie, you know. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight. Um, and that's mainly speaking just because this is a very, very good film that I see why it was nominated for best picture. I can see a ton of great things about it. It is the runtime that 
because honestly, without the runtime and, and maybe a little bit better pacing, uh, this might have been a nine or a ten. Uh, but that, that girth always scares you, Edward. No, I mean, I think I've, I think I might be the one to chalk up the most, you know, extremely long for no reason watches here with uh, that Watchmen watch. Uh, <laughs> but I. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was a big story that needed telling, but at the same time, it was a story that could have been a little shorter, maybe even 30 minutes shorter, and it would yeah. have been pretty damn good. Next subject matter. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Next Monday, June the 5th. Um, guys, are you excited for this long-awaited sequel from Into the Spider-Verse? I am. Uh, I, like I said before, when I went and saw the first one, I had a day off. I think it came around, came out around my birthday, so I had a day off. And I was like, you know what? It's Spider-Man. It looks interesting. I wasn't sure of the art style at the time. Saw it. Quickly became one of my favorites. Um, not we just... Changed... Sorry. Not just not just of, of Spider-Man, but of Marvel in general. Um, I like the idea of it. I like Miles Morales as a character. Um, I like his story. I like how they portrayed him. I like his just overall as as a as a character. I think Miles is very intriguing as a, a Spider-Man character. And then getting able to dive into obviously the the variations of what Spider-Man is. Um, I think. Just overall, the first one did a really good job, so I, I am pretty excited for this one. Same. Uh, I didn't watch the first one until it came out on Blu-ray, and we had gotten it was like everybody was talking about this movie, so bought it, changed. it, bought it, liked it, loved it. Um, it just feels I have to pinch myself because I'm like, man, it took this long. I know the pandemic happened and stuff, but it's like, man, was it 2019? It's 2019. Yeah. But well, I mean, I'm coming. Yeah, this was one that we actually changed a uh, episode from from what it was going to be to yeah. Spider Man into the Spider Verse, uh, just because that's how much praise and how much like I just hope the length know, doesn't deter what is this, me. Two twenty three, two twenty, yeah. Yeah, I mean, true, but I, I, honestly, I think I think the hype for this one is going to be much bigger because. Since that first uh, movie, you've had um, the Miles Morales PlayStation 5 video game. You have and... the upcoming news for Spider-Man 2. Yep, yep. Um, you've had the multiverse. You've do, had... Do you think they're going to touch on any of the MCU Spider-Mans in this movie? I, I, I would I don't, think I don't maybe spoil it, But I think they show something that ties it to something else. The, I would think end. at least mentions of them, for that matter. Uh, I, I think without at least a mention, I think it would kind of be like... If Nicolas you know, Cage isn't in it, I'm boycotting. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think it ties something to Miles Morales becoming a live character. Mm. I'll put it that so, way. Wait, that's, that's enough of uh, predictions and spoilers from, from us. We Next week... We will talk Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse next Monday, June the 5th, right here on the podcast. Um, 
Guys, is there anything else you want to talk about before we uh, call it a day? Any any mailbags about Memorial Day or? No mailbags. I don't have my no. phone with me. It's keeping another two foot person entertained right now. <laughs> um, but uh, you know what? Next week, I, I, we don't have another top five. I think next week we'll dig into the mailbag and not only talk about some Memorial Day movies, but also I'm sure people are going to be sending in their Spider-Man uh, yeah. ratings. Send it yeah. in, man. Send it in. Send us, uh, you know, uh, how was your week, your favorite movies, your Memorial Day activities, by the your, show. your top five Memorial Day foods, Memorial Day mm. activities. What kind uh, of what kind of hot dogs did you eat? I mean, yeah, that top five a couple of years ago was was a hot one. So it was hot. Uh, let us let us know what you indulged in this weekend. Yeah. You if you were happy with Night of Champions, you know, Night super kicks heard around the world. Potato salad, mush potato salad, deviled egg potato salad, yeah. hot links, sausages, Edward's um, favorite foods. Yeah, and let us know, you know, did you, if you did watch this movie, because I know a lot of people follow along, if you did watch this movie, did you keep it in sub, or did you do dub? Um, you know, what were your thoughts on that? How did you, you know, just let, let us know everything about it, so. Yep, I think that's going to do it. All quiet on the Western front. front. Um, everybody get out of here. Go have a safe and happy Memorial Day Monday. We will talk to everybody next week for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse right here on the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. All right, later. All quiet.